Hey everyone and welcome back to Breaking Bread. I wasn't really going to do an intro to this episode but I just felt like I probably should say a couple of words just to, it's just an episode with me and Carl we kind of, we talk about our little dream day down London, going through all the dishrooms and we get to have a little look at what we can expect up here in Birmingham, really exciting stuff. And we talk about all the places we've eaten, some great ones in there, Meat Shack. And then we talk for quite a bit about Simpsons, which we had an awesome meal there. Wow, what a week. Obviously, um, so we recorded this podcast, me and Carl, last Monday. So obviously the Monday before Boris Johnson decided to drop a bomb on hospitality and this corona thing kind of got real all of a sudden so yeah this is pre-corona so we're really kind of not sure what to expect on one side if you're fed up with hearing about corona this episode's good for you because other than this little intro we don't mention it the whole show it's just like the old days when you could go out and enjoy all these wicked places without wondering what's going on and having to start, sit like 300 tables apart so yeah um, but yeah at the same time I don't want you to think that we're being insensitive to everything that's going on obviously we're going to recommend places for you to go and eat and at the minute we're not sure if you can go and eat there so yeah just crazy crazy times um, obviously want to give our support to the industry and over the last kind of I don't know 13 14 months of doing the podcast not only have we kind of been welcomed into the kind of industry we've made friends with a lot of people in the industry um, I think with independence most of them are like small organization with like one person at the top and when you start helping these places out they really appreciate it and next thing you know you you become friends with the people around these places so it's been a fairly tough week watching some of our friends have to make some really tough decisions and obviously there's not a lot we can do to help we can kind of keep carrying on and giving them all the support we do on social and keep giving that obviously and Hopefully the ones that stay open are still open. This goes out Friday. I'm recording this on the Wednesday. Uh, they did announce a little bit of help for businesses. I'm not sure if there's many restaurants still open on the Friday that I release this episode. But we keep resharing any kind of updates or any news about some of our favourite places and Birmingham-based places. So keep checking on our Insta stories and on Twitter just to see what's going on some places are doing takeaways some are doing cook at home like Andy Low and Slow yeah just crazy times and we just hope we can continue to support as much as we can Um, as for future episodes we'll have to kind of see how it goes really I mean we're all in the same kind of boat uh, no one really knows what to do or what to expect or what's going to happen but we've got this episode and we've got Luke Tipping's episode that's for sure so yeah as I said this is all the corona chat out the way I just wanted to kind of tell you where we're at and let you all know what's happening obviously big love to anyone who's listening who's in the industry we, we really feel for you and um, anything we can do to help obviously it's not a lot we can do but yeah we're there for you um yes yeah, so hope you enjoy this episode as i said it's a corona free zone for the next hour yes yeah, so just make yourself a cup of tea maybe you're working from home have yourself a little listen anyway enjoy
Welcome to Breaking Bread, the Birmingham-based food cup podcast presented by Food Obsessed Mates, Liam and Carl. I'm Liam. I'm Carl. That's Carl. I know we're going... The man. I know we're going covered wagon after this, but you don't have to speak that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am fucking starving. So. Lamb chops and pollock paneer is calling me. Yeah, I'm me. Definitely. <laughs> I'm the chips. And it, oh, yeah. I'm out oh, everything. Masala fries. I might go the chilli chips today. That's a good yeah. one. So it's been a little while since we've done this. We we talked about it, I think it was November we were here doing this last. Thought it'd be a nice little time to squeeze one in. We're getting less and less time to do these ones, just me and Carl. It's a lot of interviews. It's busy, isn't it? A lot it's of people want to talk. Um, obviously, nice. We don't even have to ask anyone anymore. <laughs> no, we had some mad good episodes there. Like, obviously, like Alex was quality. Oh, crazy good. MasterChef winner, Stu. Yeah, so some awesome episodes. Got um, a few lined up as well. We're not kind of stockpiling like we used to. We used to record like five or six, and then we'd have people handing us when we release it. When we release, but we don't really have to do that now because we're we know that if something happened and we couldn't release an episode tomorrow, we could probably record one the next day. Yeah, <laughs> that's in, just how it is. We're in a really lucky <clears throat> position at the moment. I mean, anyway. We recorded one with uh, obviously Luke Tipping the other day and Simpsons, oh, which we'll that get was into. So good that was. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, everyone else, but that was like that might have been my favourite one that we've done. I thought it was awesome. It was really good. What a such a nice fellow. It's crazy nice. Um. We've done some exciting things as well, obviously, that we'll get into. Oh, yeah. Well, I say I've got it wrote down, but you've mentioned two things before we started recording. Uh, this is like the teaser. Like, oh, shit, like, I forgot about that. The teaser of what you can expect from this episode of me and you chat, chatting. This is the foreplay. <laughs> yeah, this is the foreplay, yeah. Does that mean um, the actual podcast is going to be about 30 seconds long then? <laughs> Do it twice in that time. Where so, are we going to start? I think if we just quickly get out of the way, uh, let's get some of the things coming up mentioned. You know, like some of the events. Obviously, there's Bigfoot. I do mention them on the start of every podcast and then like the intros and stuff. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. So I just mentioned Bigfoot's coming up. Yeah, the Bigfoot Festival. Yeah. Ragley Hall. Ragley Hall, yeah. Three days. I'm glad you said Ragley Hall because I normally say Ragley. Ragley. Raggy Hall. Raggy Hall. <laughs> Too much Geordie Shaw. And Raggy Hall. <laughs> now, that'll be good. That'll be really good. I'm excited for that. There's a few bands I'm that really I know that are playing that I really want to see. And To be honest, should the be band, I don't know laugh. any of the bands and I know I'm getting rubbish with music now. So I'm getting a little bit older, but I don't know any of them. To be honest, we're saying all this. It might be cancelled, coronavirus and all that. You never know. I was thinking that, you know, like, you know, these episodes of me and you just talking about what we've cooked and stuff and where we've been eating. Our next episode could be, so, uh, Carl, why you cook like uh, just a bit of uh, microwave rice and yeah. some pasta that we had in the cupboard? I just put flour and water <laughs> together and just made some type of chapati thing. No That's toilet all roll was left. left. <laughs> had another tin of beans. <laughs> Yeah, so I'd say we'll go ahead. It'll all be yesterday's news by the time that comes around. That's in June, isn't it, I think? Uh, yeah, it's June. June yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's followed by the Beer food. Central. Yeah, the that's food there. Cool. The food I was going to oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I am excited about, Bigfoot. The food and obviously, yeah. I don't drink, but I recognise the names on the list. You know, some massive names on there. I'm looking forward to the drink. I know that much. The food looks unreal. There's some of the ones coming up from London and stuff as well. Yeah, I'm I more. I love. I love promoting Birmingham and all the ones from Birmingham. But I get to try them at DDC and stuff like that. So it's good to try the London ones because they've been doing it longer. So and they've got a few that we don't really have up here. So let's see yeah. how they go. Yeah, yeah, it's it'd be cool. interesting to try them. Yeah, and as you just said, then we've got um, Beer Central. Beer Central, yeah, on the 24th and 25th of July. You remember that date very easily. Yeah, one of them's my birthday, so it's, <laughs> it's the only one of four dates I'm likely to remember ever. But yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights of last year. I mean, even as someone who doesn't even drink, the food was class. So OPM were there last year, weren't they? Yeah. And Baked in Brick. Yeah, they were there, yeah. Pure the food was class. You had the fish and chips. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, pure. that's short. Uh, Purity were there, yeah. Well, the pure bar, pure bar, right. yeah. It was nice just to kind of get around and meet everyone. It was a class. Obviously, we've done like two whole episodes about that, so you can go back and. Yeah. But this yeah, year's, is, this year's already shaping up to be something else. Andy Levenslow is going to be there. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. He can't, can't sleep on Andy Lowe and Slow. Absolutely stunning. I think he's at the top of his game at the minute, as we'll get into as well. Yeah, yeah. Just waiting on this restaurant to open. Come on, Andy. The shame. The shame's at uh, Beer Central this year. Yeah, all, all the way up from London before they open their place in Birmingham. Oh, they'll be open by then, though. Yeah, it's opening in a few weeks, isn't it? Yeah, we'll get into the shame as well. Exciting mm-hmm. stuff there. Getting into loads. This is all just teasing at the minute. I know, yeah. As we just mentioned, obviously, about Andy's doing a little pop-up down at, um, it's quite exciting for him. Did you see he announced it today? What's that? Down at the, is it the Frog? Frog, uh, uh, Hanlon, Chef Hanlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, in London? Yeah. Oh, he's getting something up And he's doing a pop-up down there, yeah, at the Frog. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting. I know it's not much cop if you can't get down to London, and this is Birmingham-based, but... Definitely big enough, Andy, low and slow. Yeah, we'll show them down in London how we do it up here. Yeah, they're in for a treat. Fucking properly. Uh, another pop-up, obviously, you inquired about it while we were at Simpsons on Saturdays. Obviously, Stu, past guest Stu. Yeah, Stu's got one coming up there. Who we're waiting While he's waiting for his restaurant, wherever that is, to open, whenever it is to open, he's got a sort of a residency pop-up, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think it was a weekly thing. Was it every Friday or something? No, it's... it's just, like Wednesday, I think it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it's in the private room upstairs. Oh, in the uh, cookery school. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what they were saying the other day. That's class, isn't it? So he's just he's based there until his restaurant's ready. I think, which but, would be awesome. Yeah, that's class. That'd be worth going to on its own, let alone wait for his restaurant. Yeah, or you could just go to Simpsons, which is a <laughs> fucking phenomenal yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, we'll get onto Simpsons. But as Stu's well. place opening up—that's going to be great. There's a couple of things opening, like. Cray's own place will be opening soon. We can't say too much about it, but can't he's got a place. About that. <laughs> he has a place that he's going to be opening. We can neither confirm or deny that rumour. And that'll be awesome whenever that's sorted. <laughs> and then there's Pulpera. Is Pulpera? Pulperia? Oh, yeah, Pul- I forgot about that, yeah. I, I don't know how do you say it. Pulpera, I thought. But then I thought Legna was Legna for the last two years. Oh, and right. it turns out it was Lenya. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and we've been saying it and everyone looking like we're a couple of dickheads. Same as that. It's <laughs> only because I met the bloke who done the uh, fit out on it and he, like, done all the uh, interior and that and he told me it was Lenya. I was like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, that would be class. I well, mean, put a have you, have you seen the menu? Yeah. Well, no, actually, I say yeah. I've seen bits of the menu. I haven't seen the menu because I can't get on the website. I don't know how. My phone won't let me on the website and it won't let the missus on the website either. Oh, that's weird. I've definitely seen the menu. I don't know where, but I've seen it. It's it's unbelievable. Probably because I'm going. I'm already going, aren't I? So yeah, you want tickets, I want, yeah. a t- I want a table, <laughs> which I did feel a bit bad about because we get so much free stuff anyway. I know, yeah. You got to go there for free on top. Well, I managed to guess what he would say. Yeah, it was a good guess. It was fairly obvious, in fairness. I didn't get it. Did you not? <laughs> you didn't think after all of the talks? No, I had my bets. I seen you'd put it, and then I thought, well, I'm not going to put the same thing. I'll put something different, and then... It's open the chances of the one of us will get something there then. Yeah. So I was... No, it doesn't matter. But yeah, the, and Cy went there and them steaks looked unbelievable. Yeah, it, it looks awesome. I'm really excited about going there. You sent me a picture today. We said we'll probably go to that. Bonehead. Yeah, Bonehead. They've got another event coming up with... Um, is it Matt Wilden? Yeah, from, from Polly, yeah. yeah. Just that yeah, awesome yeah. dude. It's the his, fish fillet his thing, Insta's isn't it? class. Have you seen his Insta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good. But it's the fish bone, that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah. The bonehead. So what, is it like a fish and chip pop-up or what? Nah, it's like a fillet of fish burger. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. There's other stuff as well, but I think that's that's sort of like the main thing they did last time. Oh, man, that's class. But I'll be a bit disappointed that my first time to bonehead would be for fish and not chicken. I know, you still haven't been, man. We were meant to go on Saturday <laughs> We didn't. But. No, no, we didn't. We, <laughs> we had a, no offence to Bonehead, but we had a slightly better lunch than that. Different? Yeah, it's definitely different. Depends what you fancy. Some people might not like what we eat. No. Some people probably prefer Bonehead, and that's fine. Mate, Bonehead's <laughs> near the top of the list for what I think Bone's got to offer. You I did say, actually, that you did say on Saturday, you said, like, as much as I'm enjoying this uh, lovely seven-course tasting menu at Simpsons... I'm a tiny bit upset that we're not going to Bonehead. <laughs> yeah, that was bef- that, to be fair. That was bef- that was while we were waiting to sit down on it. I was like, oh, I can't believe we're not going Bonehead. Because you know when you get it in your head that you're going somewhere. Yeah. And I get really excited when I know I'm going Bonehead because I think it's 
It's a fucking awesome place. Another thing, independent, last independent festival at the Bond, which I think just means that it's the last one at that venue. But there's that's still what I, th- I read it as it's the last one there, not the last one yeah, ever. That, that's what I could gather, but they've been quite secretive over that. I'll probably, they'll probably still do the one at Aston Hall every year. Yeah, you've been to that one, haven't you? Yeah, it's you class. It was really good, really yeah. good. Get there early, though, because Prigget's just crazy. Yeah, that's the bit that puts me off. I'd rather go early when it's not really busy. Same as DDC. I like going during the day rather than yeah. the evening. Struggle with like really big crowds and you can't sit down. So I hate standing up to eat, unless it's like a Mars bar or something. <laughs> I no. think that's all the kind of up-and-comings that I had anyway. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm on board with that. That's everything I've got wrote down. I think you're going to tr- keep trying to do it in the intros now, just try and let everyone know what's coming up. Yeah. Try it's... and give a bit of added value to the podcast by telling you what's going on in Birmingham. Yeah, but the dish room opening, sense. that's, we meant, we hinted at it, but yeah, that's opening, that's going to be great. Well, most that's going to be so good. There's going to be a good chunk of this podcast that's going to be about dish room. Dish room, yeah. Let's get into it. Well, we're starting with restaurants, we've been well, to. You can go with restaurants. We haven't really cooked. I don't see how we have cooked anything. To be I've honest. cooked loads. <laughs> Fuck loads. I've got the dish room booked, didn't I? Oh, you got the book, yeah. Yeah, Twice. I've got the book, and I've cooked <laughs> the lamb curry, the black dal, the soft shell crab. I even made my own garam masala in the out of the book. <laughs> Done loads. So there's a banged four dishes I cooked already. Done. Yeah, they were good. In fairness. Oh man, the black dals. What's the I book like myself. to cook from? Really good. Yeah. It's really easily set up. There's ingredients that you I can I thought you were going to say it was easy then. I was going to say, I might, I've I know, it's not book. easy. It's like some of it. It's not, I mean, you know me with cooking. I don't think any of it's that hard unless you're doing like a beef wellington or something like that. It's just a fucking set of instructions at the end of the day. Have you sat down and read the whole book, like the whole thing as a book? No, no, it's fucking huge. I've read it. It's brilliant. You read it? Mate, it's, it's incredible. Good time to do that. I didn't do that on audiobook. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's brilliant. I yeah, I've read book. bits here and there. It is really good. So unlike most of the cookbooks, it's it's one... What's, I don't even know what it's called. What's it called? Um, I don't know. I'm sure it's called. Is it's it dishing from one Bombay with Love or... That Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> I think, basically, the setup of the book is it's planned out as a whole day in Bombay. Yeah. I know they give you a really cool map in breakfast the front and stuff. And, and yeah, and then they go around most of their favourite... Irani cafes from Bombay and oh, I've st- met the chai out of it as well. Oh, the t- yeah, yeah, the that was fucking oh, awesome, man. That was so good. Yeah, so the book—it's just not your average book, and there's lots of kind of family history in it from the uh, the owners, and it's it is a chain, but I tell you what, it's there's good and bad chains, and Dishum's definitely like a pioneer of what a chain should be. I think they call themselves groups. They'll probably get mad that I just call them. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I think when I think chain, I think McDonald's or KFC. Dish room are just somewhere that opened a great restaurant and then thought, fuck it, we'll do another one. And they don't like, they're all different. That's the thing I like about dish rooms. They're not, you don't walk into one and it's the same as the last one. Yeah. We went down to that London and we went to three of them and they were all completely different. One of them was a complete yeah. just art deco style and it was absolutely stunning. Yeah, so I would say more than I would say restaurateur's his second job. I would say Shami's first job is that he's a storyteller. That's what he does, and he mm. uses the medium of restaurants to tell stories that he loves. I mean, they're not real stories; they're fiction, but they they are beautiful. Like that one you just mentioned was down. Was it Knight, Knightsbridge? It was an old Barclays Bank down Knightsbridge. Yeah, 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 and. It's stunning, like it's a listed building, so they couldn't do a lot with it, but it's absolutely stunning. It's all Art Deco inside. It's based on a jazz, so the story for that one is something about like a a jazz musician from from uh, Bombay sets up his own like jazz club, and that's what the whole kind of theme is. And it's just class. Isn't so, it? I mean, you're in a better position to remember than me on that day. At that point, anyway. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> There was an actual vinyl release to go with it as well. You got the vinyl. Yeah, I've got the vinyl. They only had limited few when they were giving them out, but I managed to get it on Spotify anyway. I don't have anything to play vinyl with or CD. So. No, <laughs> I, I think I put, we had a group app, didn't we, and I put up the link to it. Yeah, yeah. so this is probably a good... We'll just talk about it. It's basically because, obviously, on the 1st of April, this isn't April 4th, the Shum Open in Birmingham, and... I think it, I don't know how long ago it was. It was before Christmas. It, they kind of announced that they were 
um, coming to Birmingham to the new Paradise Circus kind of set up, you know, where the old library was. And I retweeted it because I try and retweet any kind of new openings coming to the city. But the amount of like messages I had on Twitter saying, oh my God, yeah, I cannot yeah, yeah. wait for this. And I was like, is this something special? Have I missed this? Because like, yeah. I don't get to London often. Like. No, I'm the same. I had no idea. And I told a few people, not thinking much of it. And all the people I told that they'd been there, they were like, are you fucking kidding me? They were like, "This it, it's absolutely awesome. And I was like, oh, all right, that's interesting. Yeah, so we kind of, we looked into it a little bit and then we, we got a kind of invite then to come and meet the owners. But it was during a weekday and obviously we both worked, we couldn't go anyway. But then they invited us to go down to London for the day to go and like see the whole, well, to take us around three of their current restaurants in London and have a chat with the owner and basically just see what we can look forward to in Birmingham. So we started off <laughs> at Knight, was it Knightsbridge? No, where's the first one? Um, King's Cross. You may, it's names of places you're the, you yeah, have to Yeah, the, the station, King's Cross, and it's, I think it was one of their proudest ones. I mean, if you look inside, it's just awesome. The interior is class. Yeah, it's beautiful inside. It's based, basically the stories about an old... Um, I think it's twinned or something, or because of the gothic interior, it's very much like the one that's set over in um, Bombay. And like the whole kind of fictional story about it was about a young Irani immigrant or migrant selling chai on the on the platform, and then he manages to bribe someone and gets an old shed and starts selling more chai and then starts selling food and. That's where the story develops, and this is what, if it was like that, this is what it would be like, but there must be some shed, because this was, restaurant was huge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a massive place. That's what impressed me of all, all the places. They were all huge, and they all had queues, and they were all full. I think I'd read somewhere that the day. I think it's the biggest turnover per footfall in the country. I can see why. I mean, you take the breakfast we had. So we went there and we had We breakfast. got there about half nine. Yeah. And there was, there, was like people, that, yeah. there was people waiting for tables already. And, and this restaurant, it's got to be, what did she say? Three or 400 covers. I'm sure, yeah. Because the one in Birmingham is 300 covers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so similar, it's a similar size. size this, yeah. It's on two levels, this one was, wasn't it? No, three levels. Three levels. A high level and a low level. Fucking hell, it was a big restaurant that was. It was huge. And it was full. And it was absolutely... Chaka, and, and the thought, service was still good. Service was brilliant. Unlimited chai with your breakfast if you order it. Yes, well, as I've said, they're based on the old Zirani cafes, cafes which you can find around Bombay, and there's unlimited chai, which is I'd never really tried it before. You said you don't. I have it all the time. Yeah, I really like it. Oh, it's delicious. It's so comforting, isn't it? Like sweet and spicy. It's a bit at the different. Same time. Yeah, I made it. The one I made. Do you know how much fucking sugar's in there? Oh, a lot of sugar. I'd Holy shit! I was making. I was like, oh my god! I don't think two people can drink all this. The unlimited thing's a good idea because they kind of said that they wanted it like the the Irani cafes in London were very. I mean, sorry, in Bombay were very much open for all. So if you were like a posh, if you had a posh job, or you had you were successful or from successful family had a bit of cash, then you could go and eat fine food, or uh, you could go and eat like street food. That's what it was like in the ones in Bombay. So they've kind of replicated the ones in England. Like if if you've got a few quid, you can go and buy like seven or eight courses, bring your family and have a right feast. But if you're a student, you could just go in and get like bottomless porridge and bottomless chai. Yeah, cost doing you a few quid. We're doing a podcast of them as well, aren't we? Hopefully, yeah. We're still in talks with him, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think obviously with this Birmingham launch, they're just obviously so busy. So we we should probably say that we didn't pay for any of the food, like, but we'd obviously be honest. Like, we don't you know. pay for food anymore. <laughs> don't be silly. So we were encouraged to kind of we were allowed to just order what we wanted, and we were encouraged to order the yeah. the, the naan, the new breakfast naans, which well, I've mate, never everyone heard I know of. that had been there told me, yeah, breakfast naan, get that hundred percent. It's fucking awesome. I was skeptical. I thought, "What? How good can this be?" Like, and we obviously we just went for the biggest one. They do bacon. They do double bacon, or they do was it a wrestler? Wrestler. It's called no. the wrestler, yeah, and it comes with egg and sausage in as well. Double bacon, egg, sausage, 
Oh, uh, man. tomato chutney with cream cheese and a fresh naan bread. No, it was fucking phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That was incredible. I was a bit gutted. We'd, we'd ordered one to share, to be honest. I was a bit gutted. No, because we had another <laughs> breakfast as well. We had the other thing, but I couldn't remember what it was called. No, no, no not a clue. It was delicious. Not it was like a, a keema. It was a chicken keema. Yeah, because it's in the book, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the, the book one. with an egg on top and then like some crispy potatoes on top. Yeah. That was incredible. <laughs> I'd order great, that again, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd order the number done that. <laughs> From there, then, we had a little tour of that one. Then we went over to... It's another one right by the head office. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Shoreditch. Yeah. And then ate most of the fucking menu. Had nearly everything, <laughs> including the Birmingham special. Yeah, they've got a dish that they're releasing only for the for us. And it was fucking ace, wasn't it? Yeah, it's lamb chop. It's basically the easiest way of describing it is a lamb chop sort of curry. Well, I actually wrote this one down. It's oh, called you wrote down. a mutton chop korma. So that's a mar- marinated mutton chops in like a really nice comforting gravy, but nothing like a korma, like in the traditional, well, nothing like a korma in the Brummy curry house sense. Nah, I wouldn't touch a normal fucking korma. Yeah, me neither. This had a like hint of spice, but it was, it was, it was delicious, wasn't it? There was Just no coconut. Really nice fucking curry, yeah. Yeah, and it came really good. Nice little ratty on the side. That's what I mean. That's what makes them not a chain in my eyes because they do research and they're asking us about because they want to have some local breweries on tap there and yeah, they've invented a dish specifically for us and the layout and the whole place is going to have a vibe and it's going to be linked to Birmingham. They spent six months just sending their team around different restaurants. They're vetting like shababs and hen and chickens and they've done a bit of research about Birmingham. Like yeah, they've done a lot. My first thought when I heard that the shame were coming to Birmingham was they want to bring Indian food from London to Birmingham. Are they insane? I'm sold with that way. Yeah. I'll be going there. I'll I've... be going there even if I've got to pay for it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I'm def- I've already thinking about when I can get there for breakfast anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think how I can get there because obviously it's a bit awkward getting into the middle of town from here just to go for breakfast, but... I'm definitely going to do it there. I might meet someone. It might be a good opportunity to meet someone and say, do you want to meet there? And then I'm jealous the missus is going to work in Birmingham because she loves porridge as well. And their porridge is supposed to be good and that's unlimited as well. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Yeah, it's a good idea. We had a great time there. Obviously went to meet the owner then had to sit down in the boardroom and had a good old chat there. It's was basically it? a big fuck you to everyone, and look how what a good day we had. <laughs> it wasn't just us you two were as well. There was, a, there was a few, we had to We had to put up with Simon Carlo all day. Meet him with veg. I don't think you listened, so I don't care. <laughs> no, that was more chai. I was so full at that more point. Chai, yeah, I couldn't I move. So full, yeah. I couldn't really full. move. I was, was that full. I was drinking sparkling water, and I can't stand that shit. <laughs> it was at that point then we went to Knightsbridge, then wasn't it? To, to see the Art Deco one, and that yeah, was and they've got their own Birmingham cocktail as well, haven't they? So they've got a cocktail for Birmingham as well. Bombay Mule. Yeah, called. it was really nice. Basically just tastes like a normal Mos- Moscow Mule. It was nice. It's got Johnny Walker Black in it. Yeah, it was really good uh, actually. It's got some chai spices, grapefruit bitters in there and some ginger ale. Um, see, you remember it. I just remember <laughs> drinking it and then it I drank like yours. Obviously, It was a cracking day. It was like a dream day. You kept saying it feels like we've yeah. won a competition. And it, that's it felt it like I'd feel like... like Won a competition on something, and I never win competitions. Yeah, so I, I think still haven't. <clears throat> this was just given to us. So I think Birmingham's is going to be very similar, and obviously, the one in Shoreditch and the one in Knightsbridge both also rammed. <laughs> yeah, and we went at odd times. So at times on a we Monday, expect I, it that to was be just busy. on a, a random Monday. All day it was busy. All three of them were busy all day. I'm sure, we were at one crazy. at like four o'clock, and it was heaving. I was like, "Who's who's out at four o'clock?" For we went food? to Knightsbridge at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't get a table. That section off a table for us. Like, I do think the whole queuing thing might not work in Birmingham. I don't think the people of Birmingham are willing to queue. To be honest, it's just not something we do in Birmingham. Like, I don't. Where where does it now? Like where's the queue at the minute? No, I've seen a queue at Nando's a few times. Like, well, obviously that's wicked. Fucking Nando's! Don't <laughs> every episode with Nando's it's, comes up. It's been a while though since I've seen a queue at Nando's. I just don't think Brummies are prepared to, to queue. queue. I'm not sure if I'm prepared to queue, especially for dinner. Like, would you queue at this show and you could just maybe walk to Ashes? If Ashes had a tie, I'd, I'd 
No, I'm see. I'm of that mind. Like I always have a backup in my head anyway in case anything goes wrong. So I'm always thinking I'll go to A, and then I've got B in my head as mm. in case A falls through for whatever reason, like no tables or whatever. So I've always got a backup plan anyway. So if anything goes wrong with the first option, I'm always off to the second option pretty quickly anyway. I think when we mentioned this to the the people that we were done the whole day with, they kind of said, oh, we were kind of hoping to avoid queues in Birmingham. So maybe they've put like systems into I know, 300 covers. They might, not, they might not need a fucking queue. Hopefully queue. not. Hope, hopefully they're just busy all the time, but steady busy all the time, you know? Well, I can highly recommend it to people. Oh, definitely. Would you go there, yeah? Yeah, I'll be going for breakfast one day. I'll certainly be going for dinner. Did you ever think you'd ever be saying, I'll, I'll definitely go to an Indian restaurant for breakfast? Uh, I think I would have done if I'd known of some that do a fucking breakfast. I know... Um, but you couldn't... I couldn't have pictured it a year there ago. There is an Indian like, breakfast at... Where is it at now? One of the Indian places in Birmingham. One of the street places. So there is a place that you can get it, but... Just their breakfast was so popular and so busy, and that bacon naan... Trust me, we just go there, get the fucking chai and a bacon naan, double that bacon up, and you won't, you won't be sorry you did. They said they actually took months, like finding the right bacon, making sure it was good quality. So, yeah, they've got that a lot of very yeah, smoked. Yeah. It was delicious. So that's this year. I def, as I said, first of April, it's coming to Birmingham. Just go, <laughs> just go and experience it for yourself if you can get in. Hopefully, yeah. and the staff of. Fantastic. They've got a thing there, haven't they? If you work there for five years, they take you on holiday to yeah. Mumbai. Well, it's Mumbai, but they take you there to show it off to you and just to thank you. Like Bombay the boot camp, they yeah. call it. Like the, 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 if you go there and you don't know what to order, just ask the staff because they're all experts in every dish as well. The staff retention's brilliant. They don't pay them. They pay London living wage, I think, for right, the company, they said. I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I was in a bit of a food coma when he was talking, but that does yeah, ring a bell. Yeah, and I've heard him say a few times in interviews and stuff, it's profits isn't first. And a lot of people say that, but yeah. to be honest, I, I've said it to you and I've said it to a few people. If I lived in London, I think I'd be going to work there. I loved it that much. Like I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. If I could, well, the people that were showing us around places and shit. Yeah, they seem pretty fucking happy with it. So. Yeah, yeah, everyone looked happy with their job that we met. We finished with Dishoom. Finished with Dishoom. Well, about where do you want to go next? Roll next. We went for our Chris. Oh, I can't believe how long it's been since we did. We went for a yeah, Christmas, Christmas meal. Christmas meal, yeah. I went to Christmas party. I think we Carters. mentioned it, didn't we? We did mention it on the last podcast that we were going to Carters. We mentioned that we were going. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went to Carters. Everybody. <laughs> it was great, wasn't it? Some really of the good. Definitely some of the best service I've ever experienced. Oh, yeah, the service, the service is really good. The smellier is really good. Alex, I had the I wine think, pairing. That was fantastic. I think Alex the smellier was his name, Alex. Yeah, awesome dude. I mean, he might as well have just pulled up a chair and sat with us and know, had yeah. the crack. He was class. And obviously, Holly is one of the most unique kind of... Um, I don't, don't want to call her a white... Like, managers. But she's a, like more than that. She's like the head of front of the house, isn't she? She just displays hospitality. She's just hospitality through and through. Like she's, she's just good at every what she sense does, of isn't she? She's really class, good, yeah. yeah. I mean, we knew her before anyway, like kind of through friends and friends and stuff. But from what I hear from a lot of people, she's the same with everyone. She's just class. And obviously Brad was really nice. Got to chat to him in the kitchen afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Were, I mean, well. there were some fun dishes there that you wouldn't expect from Mitch and Star. I mean, the whole, uh, was it a partridge? Yeah, Peking it was Cantonese partridge. Cantonese partridge. That yeah. was awesome, that was. Yeah, and you got to suck the brains out and chew on the face and stuff. I wasn't, yeah, you basically yeah. just get it and it's on a whole plate. It's absolutely fantastic. And I was thinking when they said, oh, by the way, the brain is the best bit, so make sure you get in there. I was thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I did try it. It was delicious. It was really good. Yeah, there were some standouts like that and the honey mousse pudding. That was really good. Yeah, and sturgeon, actually. I never had sturgeon before. That no, was no, awesome no. some of the caviar. Yeah, that was really, really nice. We remembered quite a lot, actually. <laughs> Especially well, you, yeah, considering how much you've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, literally, we've only mentioned the three dishes that I've wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> they were exceptional. They were the, they were yeah, really they good. were the standout dishes, yeah, weren't they? Yeah. Really, really were. But the service great i had the wine pairing that was really really good they've got really a real point that they they make a point of being quite ethical with their wine and yeah it's a lot of organic wines yeah. and 
They put a lot of effort into their wine list. Yeah, and they tell you like who made it and what village they live in, and yeah, yeah, they've they've done the work and they've done really well with that. Anywhere not so posh, been eaten. Anywhere not so posh. I don't know. We've got more posh things on this list. Uh, I see how you've set me up for a fall there now. Whatever I, I say, I was just hoping you could say it, Vietnam. <laughs> it's posh in its own way. <laughs> it, Vietnam's not posh. It's just no, incredible. Sturchley. Well, we could just talk about Sturchley as a whole. Sturchley is like the new Mosley. The way King's Eve was the new Mosley. Yeah, fever Sturchley, yeah. But I'm all about Sturchley now. I'm not being funny. When I've been out the last few times, it's where I've been to dig before Sturchley. There's a few places we've not even been. Like, we haven't been up to Glass House or Attic. No, um, I'm into either of them, yeah. Cork and Cage. I I've been, been to, to Cork Cage. Is that good? Great. I haven't had the food there, but beer's fantastic. You'd expect that, yeah. It's always busy. It's really good. What do you think of Eat Vietnam? Fucking love it. Absolutely love it. I've been there two times since we recorded this podcast. Yeah, I've been once. And it's just... Ah, oh, mate, they've got these peanut butter and marmite wings. And you know me and wings, that's famous for how much I love wings. And they're unbelievable. And they've got the pork belly and their fish. All the vegetarian. Because both times I've been, I've been with vegetarians as well. And they've had, like, they've really loved it. Because they're vegetarian, the fish and the meats. So they've got a just fucking unreal. Absolutely brilliant. To be honest, it was a, somebody put a picture up of pork belly on a Friday, so then on a Saturday I had to just go, to, I just had to, <laughs> I just went on my own, sat on my own and had the pork belly, it was unbelievable. Yeah, and it's good because it's, it's one of them places you sort of, you order and it comes when it's ready, and you're sort of in and out within an hour, which I kind of like, if, well, it depends where I'm going, but I like that. Normally because... I'm edging to get down to couch, so I'm normally in Eat Vietnam. Like, come on, let's eat, let's go. Come I was on, say, that's a smooth segue. That is I know, bad. yeah, I worked out in well, didn't I? I'm not joking. I'm gonna put it out there now. I did save it for a different section, but I don't give it. Go to couch in Sterling if you have anything about you that likes decent quality cocktails. Go to couch. Is it just because it's the hype place to be at the minute? You know what. I'm not into the sort of hypey sort of going somewhere because it's good because like loads of people are raving about it and it's it won an award not an award but it made a list of one of the best bars in the world to go to. It probably will win awards. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But the service is fantastic. They really know their stuff. Um, and the cocktails I've had probably one, two, three, probably about six different cocktails there. And they're all awesome. And they've got Negronis on tap. So if you're like me, you'll order a Negroni off tap while you're waiting for your cocktail to be made. Or if you're like Leo and you order a pint of yeah, Negroni while it... Big Leo and he's just a pint of Negroni on, on last order. <laughs> he, he went to Arches the other night and got a pint of Negroni. It was on his Insta. Jesus. He likes a Negroni. Shout out Leo if he's listening. Normally yeah, does. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's... Do you want to tell everyone... Might as well talk about who owns Coach as well. Obviously... Um, Jake and Katie and Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom's from the Edge Bastards, isn't he? And yeah, Crushed and Cubed, obviously and Jake Cube. and Kate. Obviously, they do a lot of the fine dining restaurant cocktail menus and stuff like that. They go around different places. Yeah, they've done big and, restaurants. Yeah, yeah, the Little Blackwood, they help Sophia with theirs. And... Oh, they've, they fucking save the best ones for their own place, definitely. <laughs> I'm not joking. They have a cocktail... And I'll talk about this cocktail. I'll talk till I'm blue in the face about this cocktail. At Couch, if you like anything to do with whiskey at all, go in there, sit down, and ask for the Gambler cocktail. It's ridiculously good. It's probably the best liquid I've ever had. Maybe even, if I put it in the same class as food, it might even be one of the best things I've just ever had. It's absolutely ridiculous. I've heard this a lot. <laughs> I've yeah, heard this from I a lot of people as yeah, well. It's not just it, you, it's not just me. Loads of people, and I'm not sure it. if the menus change or if it's just changing. But apparently, there's a rumor. Yeah, that if you ask for it, they'll still sell it. You look a bit annoyed that I said that. Like I voted it on the podcast. I, know, you I don't like, want like everyone fucking ordering saving that. it for you and so. <laughs> yeah, I don't want everyone knowing about this. <laughs> but no, it's. That's it's just place. fun as well because they've got fucking awesome music on like Fleetwood Mac and Elton John and well as long as you're into that but just fun like Queen playing and it's like a big I don't want to say karaoke bar but everyone's just singing along and the it's later and drunker fun, it yeah. gets everyone's just screaming the words to like 
Fleetwood Mac or whatever. Every Insta story I've seen from the place is just people around that little bar singing. It's just fun. It's the best cocktails and best drink I've ever had in one of the funnest bars I've ever been to. You may not know, but obviously we're hoping to get them on the podcast. And but did they do non-alcohol? Is there a little menu or? I would assume they probably don't know. Don't care, do you? I just, I, <laughs> since I haven't been with you, it hasn't yeah. come up in conversation. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I would imagine they could knock you something up like that. Oh yeah, you'd, you'd expect so. But yeah, get to couch. Eat, go eat Vietnam. Eat there, then get a couch, and you've got the perfect night. One of the only kind of relaxed kind of places I've been to, and I went Friday night, and I was there just before Christmas. Was Meat Shack. Oh, I haven't been yet, and everyone keeps fucking, even Luke at Simpsons the other day was going on about Meat Shack. Meat Shack is just unbelievable. I'm going on Friday, so I am going to try it. Yeah, honestly, Carl, incredible. Yeah, OPM and, I don't know, you'd have to flip a coin between it. They're both excellent, but Meat Shack is... Well, anything that could be as good, or if maybe possibly better than OPM, then I'm fucking there you know what i mean yeah it's good i had the r&b burger done friday i'm literally i've got liam last friday went to meat shack and then see book of mormon and i swear to god this friday i'm going to meat shack and then i'm going to see book of mormon and i'm even ordering the same burger liam had because it's the (laughs) one i want and the same order of sides chips and onion rings so i'm going for the exact same night you had except mine (laughs) will probably have a little bit more alcohol involved yeah you guys will have a bit more alcohol but yeah that r&b burger is black pudding Two types of cheese and any other kind of standard stuff you'd find out about, it, but it's just it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy good. But yeah, before really Christmas, if you listen to the episode with me and Laura from uh, Laura Bite Your Brum, we campaigned a little bit for uh, Chris- them to bring back the Christmas burger, and I went for the Christmas burger just before Christmas. Is that good? Oh, mate. It's the. Um, I keep saying Parmesan. It's not Parmesan. What's the Christmas cheese? Camembert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Camembert melting all over the burger. Parsnip crisps. Oh, it's just next level. Oh, I remember seeing Cranberry. you talking to you about it. It does look fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. Really good. So, I'll tell you what, Meat Shack's just... It's around the corner from Hippodrome, so it's perfect if you get in the Hippodrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-minute walk. Yeah, it's like everything in One minute sprint if you're really late. Most stuff. (laughs) Yeah, if you're running late. (laughs) Like I was. But no, that's on the list. So I'm I'm trying it Friday, and I'll be very, very happy, I'm sure. They have loads of uh, craft beers and stuff as well. Yeah, well, it's the thing now, isn't it? If you ain't got loads of craft beers, then you're missing a massive market there, aren't you? And then the one that we both went to, and you were probably on the edge of your seat, Wondering when we were going to mention it, but we went to uh, pop up a little Blackwood. So this is our, our uh, little Blackwood appreciation time. It's Andy Lowe and Slow done a pop up there. Yeah, we can't go through a podcast without mentioning Little Blackwood. And um, to be honest, we could have mentioned them on other stuff as well. Yeah, there was That's a how few fucking good Little Blackwood is, though. It's fucking awesome. If you haven't been, just fucking go. I want to try the new menu so bad. Yeah, it looks really good. Banana spring roll. Yeah. Just toffee yeah. sauce. Oh my god! Steak he's got the on steak, that one, the yeah. sirloin cooked on that little Japanese grill. Anyway, anyway <laughs> back yeah, to low and slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Andy's pop up at Little Blackwood. We went. How good was that? Awesome. We sat down. Order. Handed everything. the menu. Yeah, we'll have everything. Thank you very much. <laughs> one of them we did, and it was all great, wasn't it? Mate, Not... the monkfish, the monkfish taco things were incredible. Yeah, you you were mad on the monkfish. I was oh, mad on god. the um the brisket. And then the pork belly was yeah, both of us was the winner. How soft that was that pork belly? Like? And oh, the goat, God. that was really good. Oh, and the potatoes. Goat, yeah. And the pudding was really good. The peanut butter parfait. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was really good as well, yeah. Just a great night. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I just can't wait for his restaurant. His restaurant it feels like it's so taking good. forever, doesn't he? We're going to have him on just before that as well, so that'd be cool. Yeah, he's going to come on and just when, so you'll know when it's going to open because we'll release an episode. I think it was the was it the week before that or the day after that or something we actually went for it was two days before we went to the boat oh fuck yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we went Obviously, the boat yeah yeah the boat it. over in Lichfield yeah it says Lichfield it's not that far really it's on the outskirts of Lichfield it's not really not really Lichfield but yeah awesome how nice is that pub it's a really nice place really yeah. nice pub I like the that's pub that's Liam Dillon's pub you obviously know Liam Dillon from 
few different places. Another person we're going to get on the show one day. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, he said he'd come on, didn't he? But yeah. Yeah, him versus Stu for one of his versus nights. Him versus Master Chef Stu Daly. Yeah. So now it's. I think that's the first time I've tried Stu Daly's food where it's just him. Just him. We got to try the Master Chef dish that he cooked for all the Michelin chefs. The langoustine and pork belly, the, oh, the black pudding, just... Thai bisque, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Unreal. His food. When his restaurant opens, it's going to be the place to go. That was awesome. Yeah, it was really, really good. I'm so impressed with yeah. what I've eaten of his. It's like crazy food. And he's doing the pop-up, as we said, at uh, Simpsons. I'm definitely booking to do that, and then I'm definitely booking to go to his restaurant when that opens as well. Yeah, I'm keen to get back to the boat just for oh, a yeah. normal service as well, just to see how that goes. Well into that. We're kind of flying through this because we're hungry, and we want to go out for dinner after. The most recent place we've eaten was probably maybe... I've, I'm toying in my head to if it was the best I've ever eaten. What, in Birmingham or ever? Ever. It was just next level. It was superb, like... And I don't know if it's because you sleep on them, like, especially for me, it was the first fine dining restaurant I ever went to. Yeah. And then, so it's like, you're always doubting it. You're thinking, well, is what, what was it compared to? Like, I didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I've I've been around a few. I went back to Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was my first time at Simpsons, but I've had loads of Michelin places now. And I would... You've got the five now in Birmingham, haven't you? Uh, the only one I haven't eaten at in Birmingham that's got a Michelin star is it's, it's not, not really Birmingham. It's, not really Pills. Birmingham. it's class. People put it, lump it in, but no, I've been to everyone now. And yeah, oh, man, it's just Simpsons. One of them. It's always been in the back of my mind, and it was never like, yeah, I've got to go to Simpsons. And now I've eaten there. I'm like, why the fuck did I? What I should have just gone there first before I went to any of them because it's absolutely phenomenal. It's. I think it's either the place that nobody ever goes to or the first that everybody goes to. Yeah. And I think that's because it's been around for like... I mean, it's had Michelin star for 20 years. It opened in, what, 1993? Something like that. You just always assume it's always going to be there so you can get around to it. Yeah, oh, I'll try it next time. I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man... I mean, yeah, I, I just, I want to go back already. Like, I, even though it's, it's been two days since I ate there and I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, we had the seven course taste and it was, every single thing was absolutely perfect. It was faultless. The carrot broth. There was a carrot broth. Yeah, oh the card with gosh. the carrot broth and that sort of brown sauce on top. That little kind of sweet, spicy brown sauce on top. Oh, man, it was unreal. That dish, there was like... I mean, they were all you could, like. If you'd had them on any taste menu, they all would have stood out as like special dishes. When my sister asked me, because I went straight to my sister's afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to be going for lunch, weren't you? Well, yeah, <laughs> that went out the window. But either way, she asked me what my favourite dish was. I said the carrot broth. She goes, "You don't even like carrot." No. It's when good chefs get hold of carrot, they just turn it into something Change it into phenomenal, and they're really good. The sea bream, that was, oh, oh the bream was gosh. crazy good. Oh, and the best pudding I've ever had. <laughs> it was, it was genuinely. The if rhubarb. I had a parent for every time you said best pudding. I don't even like desserts, but that was the best Never dessert. I don't like had. desserts. They're not usually my favourite thing <laughs> about a meal, but that rhubarb with the white chocolate bun. Oh, my days. That was impressive. But I love rhubarb and I love white chocolate, so it was... It was like a free hit for me. Like it was, that was the sharpness perfect. of the rhubarb with yeah. the sweetness of the and the creaminess of the white chocolate. It was incredible. But it was just everything. The service is ridiculously good. You can see into the kitchen. The restaurant's beautiful. The service amazed me. Like yeah, it's better than most places. I've it's been. faultless, and not only that, like everyone switches in. Like basically, the the white. I was look watching a waitress or someone will come from the server will come with a tray with the plates on the tray come to your table stand and then the nearest member of staff whether that be the smellier or a chef or anyone will then serve the two dishes to the table and explain i mean that means that every single member of staff in that whole restaurant know everything about everything knows every them. single dish everything about that every single dish that's impressive like yeah really good that's different level like that's completely new to me that is like 
Yeah, no, the the service, yeah, it was really, really good. It was it's probably was some of the best service I think I've ever had in a restaurant. I agree. And they were friendly as well, actually. It's not like they were drones with no personality. We we well, got chatting it. to a few of them I as think well. that's what a lot of people might think of Simpsons. Like, oh, you've got to wear a suit and a tie and all this shit to go there. I mean, we happened to be, I was just in t-shirt and jeans, so I wouldn't advise, I wouldn't go normally in yeah. t-shirt and jeans, only because there was a table available and he said, do you want to sit down and eat? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, we were there because we recorded a podcast with Luke Tipping, so yeah. that's why we were there and then we ended up staying for lunch, which yeah. was amazing. But it's not, I think that's the impression some people might have, that it'd be quite like snooty and really high, high end. I mean, it's high end in regards to service and the food and the setting and stuff, but as long as you can afford to pay the bill at the end yeah. of it, like, they're so friendly and so nice and so welcoming. And any questions, they're like, it doesn't matter who you ask, they all know the answer. Luke himself, so down to earth, he's in the kitchen grafting. I don't know how many chef directors are actually in the kitchen at the pass grafting. Yeah, he was there, wasn't he? And then Leo, head chef, one of the nicest guys in hospitality, everyone knows that. Like, yeah, he was really nice. So really talented. It's as really well. welcoming. I was surprised. I didn't know you'd done a bit more research than I had. They had a children's menu. Yeah, children's menu. And it's actually wrote by uh, Luke's children. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. I don't know if they're it, actually yeah. children anymore. But there I didn't were kids know that. there, weren't there? There was yeah two tables that had kids on. Well, I would go. Like I didn't. I've always wanted to go back there, but I've, you got to get with when Sam is you. Me and you are both the same. When you, when you got a daughter, a little girl, or a little kid, you got to planet you need a babysitter you gotta sort it all out. but i never knew you could just take them with you like yeah, yeah i wouldn't have thought and that make them try that. and eat what we were eating there was a separate i looked yeah, at the menu so it's pretty good it's got yeah. fish and chips on it just normal stuff he said they had pizza in the past chicken nuggets and chips so it's, oh, i bet their kids food's good as well yeah, it's oh, not man. your average like you can guarantee it'll be the best fish yeah, and chips yeah, yeah. or the best chicken and chips imagine if what? i took connie i'd be like oh you don't want to eat that day i'll, I'll have it <laughs> So that, that's brilliant. Somebody messaged me on Twitter today because I'd done a post about it on Bromower last night on Twitter and said, uh, has anyone been here yet? Like, you know, and somebody messaged saying, oh, I've got a four-year-old. If I didn't, then if I had more of a chance, I'd get there. And I was like, and she said, if they ever start doing chicken nuggets and chips, then maybe I'll get there. <laughs> and I said, well, funny enough. And then I screenshotted the menu and sent that. And I thought that. You're in luck. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's truly, truly brilliant. And they've got a good plant-based menu as well. So it's, it, it covers everyone. They're ahead of the time, I think. I think they're brilliant. Yeah, and, and think... they've been that plant-based menu, that's been there for at least 10 years. I'm yeah. sure we said that. Yeah. So they're really ahead of the game. What amazed me as well was the dish. Every dish, you could have, if you held up a picture of the dish and said, what restaurant's this, you would have said Simpsons. Yeah, having eaten there now, I think I'd always recognise it. It's classic. It's simple. I think he said, didn't he say to us in the kitchen that it's probably the best cooking that they've done I in the whole time? I think he said, yeah, the, it's the best because he's scaled back. He hasn't tried to add too much. Do you think he's been working on scaling back dishes? And He says it's his favourite. And obviously, I've got nothing to compare it to because it's the first time I've been there. But, I mean, the food, it was It's been about seven or eight years good. since I've been there. But, yeah, I mean, I just want to go back to Venice. I thought it was another level. I mean... I felt actually bad for sleeping on it for so long. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me. I was eating there and I was like, this might be the best place in Birmingham. Might be the best place I've ever been to. to be I'm struggling to find somewhere that I've eaten better that food. Better, yeah. Put it this way, it's in my top three now. Especially as it's all classic as well. There's no gimmicks. I would say top five, but no, it's top three. It's, it's that good. Yeah. Definitely, 100% agree. Yeah, so impressive. It's a fair play. And that'll be a great episode when that release because he's just such a nice guy. It's like Yoda, isn't he? Like for the Birmingham culinary world, I mean. At least the reason we have a Birmingham culinary scene. Culinary? 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 Best. This is the reason we've got a good food scene. (laughs) (laughs) I think you said it right the first time. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But it was class. It, like it, it, the stuff he knows, his knowledge, the way he talked, and such, such a great job of selling the whole Simpsons story as well as his own story. Yeah, and you could tell he was so keen to just share out other chefs as well. Whereas, like, he just looked, he like, didn't take the opportunity just to talk about himself. He was 
comfortable in talking about a lot of the chefs that were coming through and Liam and some of the chefs that are there now. Well, we'd met loads of chefs obviously doing this and anyone that's met him has told us, oh yeah, he's great, really nice fella. Yeah, that'll be a good podcast for yeah. you guys and everyone's told us this. And I have to agree after talking to him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming out, I think. I won't say a date just in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it will be April, so keep yeah, your yeah, eyes yeah. peeled for that. That's restaurants done, isn't it? That's just done, yeah, to be honest. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, NQ64 that's open in the in the oh, uh, custard factory, yeah, yeah. the computer games bar. Um, we did have a th- invite to the opening, didn't we? But I was busy that night and you, I think you were away, weren't you? When you were in Ireland that night. I think I was in Ireland, yeah. You were in Ireland, I couldn't go out, some family thing. But I went anyway a couple of weeks after. And yeah, NQ is really good. It's I think there's one in Manchester. There might be one another place, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But it looked wicked, actually. It looked really it's really good. good. Like They've got old-fashioned consoles that are free to play, so you can play like GoldenEye or Mario Kart or whatever. Yeah. And then they've got loads and loads of actual arcades, and you buy tokens from behind the bar, and you just load them in and play them. But, I mean, it was really busy when I was there, so I'd like to go and it's a bit quieter so you can get onto whatever games yeah, you yeah, want to get. Yeah. But well, they I do could... cocktails, and they're all based on computer games. And I had this root beer cocktail that was just... Oh, it was. It comes in a big pint glass, like a big sort of tankard one, and it's really nice. I had a few of them. That's what you'd obviously. want to be honest it, to be kind of for the theme to run through. Yeah, you want sort of more authentic. Well, you want it to sort of be a bit childish as well. The drinks, like you can have the beers there, but I want something a bit more sweet and childish because it reminds me of playing old computer games. Is it open all the time? Like, could you go like on a quieter Wednesday or something? I think it's open a lot. A lot of these places, they're not yeah. usually open on like a Monday or whatever, but well, right. you can check like, it. I've just thought, uh, you just jogged my memory, but uh, how fun was Roxy? Yeah, Roxy, yeah. You know, I was thinking, as I was saying, I was like, what's the fucking name of that place now? Roxy Ballroom <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, opened yeah. in Digbeth, just not far from there as well. Yeah, that was that was a good, fun night. That, that was, was a really, really fun night, that was. I'd say that, I'm always sceptical about places with like sort of enforced fun. Where there's yeah. a theme behind it, I'm not normally. I prefer just to sit in an old pub and just drink, and the fun you have is by the people that you're with. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, I was wrong on that place. It was really good. The bowling's awesome. The interior's awesome. The, like good choice of drinks. Yeah. Like yeah. pool tables, shuffleboards. Proper pool tables as well. Yeah, proper big American pool tables. Yeah. Didn't make me any better at pool though. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> What's that shuffleboard as well? That's class. That's, That's American. Yeah, that looked good. Yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, that. I haven't played it. Yet. I really want to play it. There's a few um, arcade things around the uh, side of the bowling alley as well. Yeah, they got Pac-Man. They we could got probably do a couple that. more of them down that side. That's any kind of. Well, there was uh, Chris. There was a table tennis table, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, that there's was loads to do. Side. It's great fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd you're going with a group of there. people, just oh. book up and get some bowling going on and try some other stuff. We do food. We had a bit of food. It was all right. We tried some of the pizza, didn't we? That was really good. I think and it's the burger. Big... Yeah, the burger was. Yeah, the burger tastes exactly like a Big Mac. Actually, yeah, that was scary. I, I was like, man, this is a Big Mac. I did think they'd just gone over to McDonald's and grabbed the. It did <laughs> taste really did, yeah. good. That's not a bad thing. Everyone loves Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've something wrong if you don't like a Big Mac. But I think, unfortunately for itself with the food, is it's across the road from DDC? Yeah. Anything like within a close walk to that, you're going to sort of I'd probably go a little bit. Dig Beth Dining Club first and then go in there to play a bit of bowling and stuff. But if you're bowling, you just want to order a pizza. Like that's yeah, eight. that's the a good shout. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So I'd probably look at doing that. I'd eat there again, to be honest. I'd, I'd have the food there. That's not a problem. I'd definitely go back 100% if we find some friends other than me and you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing I've got wrote down that we haven't mentioned is in Solihull. You've got the new food place that's opened opposite where HMV used to be. So they're going for their own yeah. version of sort of Digbeth Dining. I think it's what, three or four different street food place you can get taste, in that little square. taste collective it's called. taste collective that's yeah. the one yeah and there then there's an independent coffee place there and a new cocktail place called greens and i went to greens because i went to watch the rugby and then went to greens so i thought i've got to try this cocktail place because i've heard off a few people how nice it was and it yeah it's really good really good what cocktail do you have uh the best one i had was one called death by whiskey and it comes with a little card and just like tells you what 
whiskies are in it. It comes with four different whiskies in the cocktail. Nice. Well, you got to have some balls to put four different whiskies in a cocktail. Yeah. And it was, yeah, really good. I'm happy with most whiskey cocktails. I'm just happy with whiskey, to be honest. But yeah, um, the missus had a sort of their take on an espresso martini that comes in a proper like takeaway coffee cup type thing. Oh, cool. And that was really cool. And I had another one that had sort of tequila and came with chocolate. And yeah, like they really know their stuff in there and these really high quality ingredients. So yeah, like finally there's a good place to go and drink in Solio. Anything good coming to Solio is more than welcome. I know, it needs something, doesn't it, man? Yeah. It needs more. It, it needs, needs more, more stuff. There's if you're up there and you want to set something up, Greens is there now. So there's a good reason to go to Solio. You've got some of the street food places there as well. That Greens is uh, Rob. It's uh, something to do with eighteen eighty one. So yeah, Greens is the place that um, if anyone's ever been to eighteen eighty one in Birmingham, or you think he's done some work for Forty St Pauls and the Edge Baston, sorting out cocktails for them. And uh, yeah, these cocktails are absolutely fantastic. So more stuff in Solly Hall, please. That'd be nice along them lines. Yeah, great. It's table great. service, so you ain't got to. Sp- around and if, if there's no room there's no room perfect cool all right then we done i think that's us isn't it i always want to drop the mic at this point we're in the kitchen now so <laughs> you've got quite a hard table definitely want to <laughs> go and eat covered wagon as per again well we haven't well, been again. months like it's been way too long yeah december we went down december there. yeah so just want to thank you all for listening yeah um, really do appreciate it and we appreciate every one of you obviously if you enjoy it subscribe we promise you that if you don't enjoy this one you'll probably like the next one which will be with luke tipping so yeah that's really good you'll love that one yeah even i might listen to that cheers thanks very much <laughs> adios